This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. You can find all my work at MJMunios.com. Welcome to Story Over Everything. This is episode 43, and this time uh, it's Growback Tales Chapter 11, Part 4. So this is my fourth week, basically, documentation of my fourth week working on Growback Tales Chapter 11. Uh, this is from, uh, this contains the author's log from November 4th to November 10th. However, I did not record on November 4th or November 10th, so really, it's the author's log from November 5th to November 9th, so that was five days worth of writing that I did during that one week, and that brought me pretty close to uh, ending things, and that's basically it, so uh, it's been, it's a couple weeks out that I'm actually recording this since I... Well, yeah. Anyway, something crazy happened, but anyway, here it is. All the stuff is ready for you. The audio is ready, so listen to the snippets of the chapters, and I'll talk about it afterwards. I failed to make time to write on November 4th, 2023. November 5th, 2023, my 10-minute writing session. This is continuing in Growbug Tales number, uh, well, Growbug Tales chapter 11. This is part 21. What was that? Chirp spun in place to see the mockwing bellowing at her and Quiver. But I heard it. Not enough, Quiver shouted and nudged her aside as the foe struck a blow between them. Let's get her, Chirp called to Quiver. The mockwing swept its head towards Chirp, beak snapping. How? Quiver asked. It advanced, snapping at Quiver, then turning to Chirp. It wants you, you think? She dodged another peck. I have an idea. Great. What? That was 79 words, and it took me 11 minutes to write. My 10-minute writing session for the 6th of November, 2023. This is Growbug Tales, Chapter 11, Session 22. Be the bait. Bait? Why? For a trap. What trap? I'm working on that. Ah! Chirp narrowly escaped another peck. Just like that. I'm not trying to lead it. I'm trying to not die. Good, Chirp. Just follow me. Quiver dashed through branches and bows. Chirp followed after him, and the Mockwing followed her. They looked like a bizarre... That took me ten minutes and fifty... Uh, it took me ten minutes to write, and it was fifty-nine words. And my ten-minute writing session for the 7th of November, 2023... Uh, it, this is Growbug Tales, sorry, Growbug Tales uh, Chapter 11, Part 23, and it goes like this. Dot, dot, dot. Flying worm or something. I know what I'm going to call that thing now. That's an editor's note, but here we go. I'll just let it lie for now. They circled the shrub for a while, until Quiver shouted to Chirp, I've got an idea! He dove into the foliage and emerged through the other side. Chirp and the Mockwing followed. The Mockwing had some twigs and leaves sticking through it, but it rolled, shaking off the debris... They ran two more circuits through the bush, then Quiver stopped suddenly. Chirp almost crashed into him, but swerved past. A jet of dust shot from Quiver, covering the Mockwing. Okay, Chirp, get ready to... It took me 11 minutes to write that, and that was 88 words. My 10-minute writing session for November 8th, 2023. I'm continuing in Growbug Tales Chapter 11. This is Part 24. Blast! Chirp pivoted and put the enemy in her sights. Now! Chirp chirped with a piercing sound that worked in concert to stop the foe. The mocking, 
sorry, the mockwing froze, caught in the bushy foliage. Chirp and Quiver dashed to meet the mockwing, and that took me ten minutes to write, and it was 43 words. My ten-minute writing session for November 11, 2023 is Growbug Tales Chapter 11, Part 26, it looks like. Is that right? Hold on. No, 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 no. November 9th, uh, that's part 25. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Attacked it with light arms and radiance. Now that the Mockwing had been stopped, the two cadets now had the time to apply their attacks for long enough to hurt it. As the moments ticked on, they burned away at the creature. Puffs of mist shed from the bird as they continued to attack. The bird had been stunned by Chirp's sonic attack and Quiver's paralyzing spray, but it was too strong. Neither of the cadet's attacks by itself would have hurt the hobnot, but together they were able to deal serious damage. The mockwing shrieked with rage and thrashed. It was not ready to be vanquished. It broke free and dove for the pair. That took me 11 minutes to write, and that was 115 words. I, uh, I came across, like, everything is divine providence, so it wasn't an accident, but I came across something just the other day, uh, I believe yesterday, and this person was talking about documenting things, and, you know, they hear all this advice from creators or creatives, document everything, document everything, and, uh, she was saying, well, yeah, documentation is good, and I, you know, but I have a glut of information, and it's all just, like, digital garbage, uh, it's like a di- it's like I have a digital junkyard here, and what do we need to do to make this work? We need to process our information. So yeah, in effect, it's interesting. I am documenting and chronicling my creative process, but the purpose of it is one to create con. Well, you know, primarily, I'm documenting to keep myself moving and making the stuff, making the actual art, the books, um, and uh, both the you know the the written art and the drawing art, the illustrated art, I guess you could say, um, I, I'm such a, uh, a self-taught, uh, everything that I just, like, make up terms for what I do, uh, it's, it's kind of strange, but anyway, uh, so, yeah, I, am a self-taught illustrator, self-taught writer, and I am documenting my writing every day when I do it, which is, you know, the plan to do it every day, and I'm documenting my drawing every day to do it, which, again, the plan is to do it every day, uh, and when I do do it, I do document it, and I'm using it all, and I'm, I'm figuring out a way I can use it all even better, so, uh, I had gotten into a place where I thought, well, I don't really need to draw anything for these Growbug books anymore, I was for a little while, and then I got away from it, and I wasn't, I didn't, I took a long time off of doing anything creative, which was not good for me, uh, not good for my soul, uh, but when I finally got back to it, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to work on the Growbug book. I'm going to keep writing that, and then I'm going to work on my superhero books by drawing stuff for them, and that'll be great. And they'll give me a creative outlet, and I'll be working on two different things, and it'll be, you know, a nice little break for me to go from one to the other. Uh, that way I'm not just all Growbugs all the time, and I'm not all superheroes all the time, especially because the way my superhero books are working out, uh, well, the way Growbug Kills and my other stuff has worked out, it's taken me a long, 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 long time to get anything done. Um, I'm hoping and praying that with my new methodology of making sure I dedicate, you know, the ten or more minutes a day to the writing and the drawing, that I'll be actually be able to have more discipline and more focus and, uh, really create a workflow for myself so that I'm getting the, the job done more quickly. Uh, however, I also need to change the way I approach my work 
and I'm thinking I need to draw and write. I need to draw what I'm writing about or write what I'm drawing about. That makes sense. I need to write what I'm drawing about or draw what I'm writing about. Whoa. <laughs> I have no idea what I just said. <laughs> anyway, um, in between the time I uh, was working on this book, I went from drawing some Growbug's Tales stuff, covers and little character sketches and things like that, to exclusively drawing stuff for my superhero world, which is good. But I realized recently that the act of drawing for my superhero books gave me all these ideas for these superheroes and, like, really invigorated me and made me want to write them. And uh, it actually... I almost stopped working on Growbug Tales, uh, doing, you know, the draft two, doing all the revisions for draft two and cleaning it up, or I guess cleaning up the first manuscript and turning it into the second manuscript. I almost stopped that to write a short story about a superhero, partly for money, because uh, I found a cool group of people and uh, the uh, opportunity to get involved with anthologies, uh, contribute to anthologies, uh, which I will discuss at some later point. Um, and partly because I was just so taken with the idea. I was sketching out this you know, superhero guy, and it seemed, well, it just, it felt fun, it felt new, and I've said this before, but I've never, I haven't thought about it in the you know, context of actually writing recently, that when I draw, I come up with story ideas. Drawing actually, and I don't do it purposely, uh, I I can just start drawing, oh, I want to draw a lady with a, a skull sword. Okay, I start drawing a lady with a skull sword. Why does this lady have a skull sword? Where's she from? Whose skull is this? Do we know? Is somebody you know dear to her? Is it some? Is it an ancient skull sword? Whatever. As I'm making the drawing, as I'm manifesting this image from my head, uh, s- something happens, and there are story ideas that emanate as well, along with the actual drawing. This, I believe, this even works with characters who I've drawn before. If I draw them again, I start thinking about them in a different way, and it just kind of opens up this channel. So, um, <clears throat> I. Actually, after I finished the book entirely, I sketched out the grow bugs again. I tried to make them look a certain way. I tried to make them look like Digimon because that's one of my influences, and I love I love Digimon so much. Um, at least the first you know, four seasons. Yeah, four, including Frontier. Frontier's cool. Anyway, uh, so I was trying to draw on that, and I it's just something fell off. Like I couldn't make the bugs cute enough. And I thought, well, maybe I don't want them to look like Digimon Digimon. Maybe I want them to be like Digimon, but look like real insects. And I toyed around with that idea for a while. But as I was developing the book, I thought, well, how do these guys do anything? I just have this vague, they shine a light power. I mean, does the light come off their wings? Does it come off their bodies? Does it come off their antennae? I really don't know. Um, the mechanical issues stayed foggy for me because I didn't give myself the opportunity. When I'm only writing 10 minutes a day, I don't want to document, ooh, uh, what should I do? And I, I did do that along the way. Some of my documentation of my writing, some of my 10-minute writing sessions were me writing down notes and outlining, asking a bunch of questions. Ooh, should I do this? Should I do that? Uh, what about this idea? And that's okay, but it's not... That's okay, but I think it's more efficient for me to, in the future think about my story and think about my characters and how they work by drawing them and saying, okay, well, what's this going to look like physically? How big is this thing? You know, well, you know, what are the details of its texture? What are the details of its body? And 
I ended up doing these sketches that I really enjoy. I, I did a bunch of them. I mean, I just drew bug after bug after bug, or bug after grow bug after grow bug. And it really helped uh, open my mind up to how these things work. And I had uh, eventually come up with this idea of, oh, they have these light arms, which you you heard mentioned uh, in, in the book or in the reading of this. They have these light arms that they can do things with. They can manipulate, you know, they have, they're literally like tentacles or tendrils of light that come out of their body somehow. And it's just a part of their nature, and they can use them to manipulate things. They have, um, you know, gross motor skills when they're younger. They get better as they go on. They become fine motor skills. They get additional arms. They start off with two, and then eventually they get, uh, I think, six is what they they have in the developed stage. And they don't, I don't think they get any more than that. But then I might fudge it and make it so the artisans have as many <laughs> as many arms, as many tentacles, as many, uh, um, oh, stellar beams. That's what they're called now, I think, or astral beams, as they need to have. And, uh. Yeah, I think I think that's something I should do. Anyway, uh, so it's really interesting. It was it was kind of humbling to go back and look at my uh, to one uh, look at my revisions over the last week or two. Well, over the last week, I've been looking at my revisions, but then last night I made time to turn all of these documentation recordings, which are you know ten to fifteen minutes long, ten to twelve minutes long, and uh, shrink them down, and then actually read what I had written. And then make commentary on it, which you don't hear in this. You you'll find that somewhere else exclusively on the individual uh, video uh, video by video basis. Um, it's like shorts. Oh, anyway, they're short shorter videos, a couple minutes long though, on YouTube or TikTok, whatever. Um, and you can find them linked. Uh, well, you can just find them. So anyway, uh, but yeah. So I really stumbled and really faltered because I didn't understand the physiology and how the bodies worked and certain details about the characters, and I feel like had I started drawing them with an idea of, I need a guardian angel bug who can do all these different things, how can I do that, what will that look like, and I just started doing the drawing uh, process, that in that process I would have had a much more rapid development, I would have been able to figure things out much more quickly, and it would have been a lot more concrete, and it wouldn't have led to me, I, I like the fact that I was able to fudge it and do this thing where I leave things in square brackets so I can come back to it later and fix it. But I dislike how shaky the ground was on. My word count was really low throughout uh, this week, these five days of writing. It was like, I had like 58. I had 70 something. I had, um, you know, one that was like 120 maybe, uh, or like 109, really low word counts. My target would be two, like if I could, you know, write however fast I want, I would want to do 250 words a minute so I could do 5,000 words an hour or something like, I think it works out something like that. Um, I would love that to be my pace. In order to write that quickly, I can't be developing things on the fly. I need to do more uh, planning and more outlining. And I thought I'd done a good enough job when I started Growbug Tales, going from a blurb to, you know, expanding a blurb into an outline and then expanding that outline a little bit is not enough. That's what I did. That was my method for this. It could work. For, I mean, this is a short story. It's less than 18, it's eight, of around 18,000 words. Um, so it definitely, it's doable, but it's taken me a long time, both because I think the method of me writing only 10 minutes a day and uh, having the lack of outline. So it makes more sense while I'm itchy, while I want to get to writing already, I think it makes more sense to just put myself through the paces, draw every character, draw all the monsters, draw all the different aspects of the world before I start writing. It's, and it's okay to start with the idea. Okay, what's the idea? There are guardian angel bugs that protect children from monsters in the night. Okay, 
what do those guardian angel bugs look like? What do those monsters look like? If I were to assign myself the task of sketching those things out first, it would help me work through all the practical implications and help me develop everything. And it would help me to say, okay, well, I know all these things about these characters. I have a, you know, a Bible. I have a, uh, a guide to them, a, a field guide, if you will, uh, to the world of the grow bugs. And I have these things that I can work off of. And now that I have all these ideas stored up, now I can be creative and just flow and write and work and not worry about making it up as I go along. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.